Uh-huh. Oh. Well, uh, this is North Carolina. This is the middle of North middle Carolina. Middle of North Carolina. And I don't want to get statist here and no, say that it couldn't no, happen no. in the middle it of New could, York City. It could absolutely could, happen in Times Square, man. It Remember could. when they used to blow uh, smoke rings That's in right. Times Square? Well, think of it now. This is what? Black pepper and charcoal, uh, charcoal to make you think of a fork piercing meat. I mean, think of all the other combinations of aromas you could emit in order to bring people to a particular place. You know what I'm saying? What about like for like one of those gentleman clubs? Yeah. Think of the scents you could you, know, you could push out there. Cigars. And Cigars and and pheromones, body pheromones, sweat. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. That sure. sort of stuff. And and if you if you were like a big NOP or a you know a teabagger, you could you could like send out the scent of fear when you talk about the jackbooted oh, yeah. government people coming to take away your 17th sure, Amendment. They, and that would be a good disservice for those people. They could bottle their sense of fear. You know. Yeah, just to, just get it so it's really powerful, like like Chanel number no. five. You know, fear in a bottle, fear in a bottle, and get it out there and let people uh, uh, partake of it. Well, the thing that worries me about this billboard is that this is the beginning, just the beginning. Okay, and people are scent allergic. I want you. They to They certainly know. are. And if you know, if too many businesses start doing this, I mean, the next one is going to have like hand lotion and, and across the street. I thought you were going to say ham lotion, ham but that's lotion. another thought too. Oh, you got Cheetos across on the oh, other side no, of the street. It's making me sick. But on yes. the other hand, think of this. Think now, this will make the right wing quiver. What if we went with aromatherapy, the peacefulness of lavender? You know what I mean? The 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 open mindedness of bergamot, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We could turn out a, a a nation of peaceful, right-thinking, commonwealth-oriented wusses overnight. Not so long as we got bottled set of fear. More news in the wake of the Tuesday primaries. Seems a lot of teabag dips got put into office. It's going to make it easier for some of the people they're running against if they're extreme enough. And I think in this case, we've got one. The peculiar ideology of Sharon Angle, the Republican nominee challenging Senator Harry Reid in Nevada, is perhaps no better illustrated than by her embrace of the patriot group Oath Keepers, whose membership of uniformed soldiers and police take an oath to refuse orders they see as unconstitutional, including enforcement of gun laws, violation of state sovereignty, and any order to blockade American cities, thus turning them into giant concentration camps. These people call themselves patriots. I don't know. Back in April, Engel told a press gaggle in Washington that she was a member of the Oath Keepers. Now, uh, members of the Oath Keepers have a motto, not on our watch. And they take a 10-item oath affirming that they will not, for example, force citizens into detention camps or invade a state that asserts its sovereignty and declares the national government to be in violation of the compact by which the state entered the union. We're going right back to 1860. This is just insane. The Reed camp is already signaling its plans to paint Angle as an extremist. That shouldn't be hard, or even a paranoid. And that shouldn't be hard. By highlighting statements like a recent observation that Americans are afraid they'll have to fight for their liberty in more Second Amendment kinds of ways, i.e., armed resistance. To what? 
The Oath Keepers are preoccupied with nightmarish visions of U.S. citizens being marched into Nazi-style concentration camps. One part of the Oath Keepers' creed reads, Such a vile order to forcibly intern Americans without charges or trial would be an act of war against the American people, and thus an act of treason, regardless of the pretext used. We will not commit treason, nor will we facilitate or support it. Not on our watch. This, this is homegrown American craziness, and it is the bellwether of the time to come. As we go through this great tipping point, as we begin to face not the American century, perhaps, but something very different, there are going to be a lot of Oath Keepers creeping around. Got her hands in her pockets and she's waiting for a downtown train Yeah, and the high heel boots with the straps on low And her head hanging down in shame oh, 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 oh. The wolves all dress up just like sheep And they go and hit the town And Sharon never sees them But they're hanging all around
Let's revisit the fat front, Peter. Oh, yeah. We did some fat stuff uh, recently. Let's go back. Well, this is not exactly P-H-A-T. This is a big issue. Here's the thing. If Americans ate only foods that are advertised on television, Mm -hmm. this is according to a a, a new report. Well, maybe they do. If they do, they would consume 25 times the recommended amount of sugar and 20 times the amount of fat they need, but less than half the dairy fiber and fruits and vegetables. That's just the beginning. That's this, just eating the food that is legitimately thrown at you on TV. On television. That's right. it. So just right. watch television, eat what they tell you, and die. They had 800 uh, foods, uh, 3,000 ads that they did. Okay, 2,000 calorie diet. Let's say it's you make it up only of foods that you, you see in commercials, right? right. Uh, not only too much cholesterol, saturated fat, and salt, but nearly not enough iron, calcium, or vitamins A, D, and E. And here's the quote from Dr. Mink. Just one advertised food item by itself will provide, on average, three times your daily recommended servings of sugar and two and a half times your daily recommended servings of fat. That means that one food item could give you three days worth of sugar and fat dave let's put those two together that means if you only ate televised food right all your life you could die three times you know here's the thing none of that food you see on television is actually real what you get in the box is mm, you don't want it sugar and fat sugar and fat what's wrong with that So we talk about what's going on. It's all very now, 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 as if the world happens on a daily basis. But back in the 7th century, 8th century, back there in China, which at the time was, as far as they were concerned, the center of the world, they had a broader perspective. Let's get a little tangy here. A little tang. This is too foo. Just spring is this one. Just spring? Well, it is just spring. This is what it is. Spring. Rivers and mountains in open sunlight. Soft winds among flowers and spice plants. Swallows packing their nests with mud. Ducks basking on warm sand. White birds mirrored in the blue river. Red flowers blazing on the green slopes. I watch this rich procession thinking, it's time I went home. Yeah, well, we're all going home, and hopefully tomorrow, whatever that is, you'll be back and you'll have Oz in your ears. Made possible by the Oz team. The owner of Blue U and our audio engineer is Dave Maloney. I'm Peter Bergman, your host, David Osman, our co-host, John Cummings, our electronic consultant. Tom Gidwillow does the web. Phil Fountain does the Oz design group that makes it all so swell. Chaz Glass on financials. And our 
media guru is Scott Wilde, our producer, Bill McIntyre. Catch you soon.